This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, October 3rd, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The president campaigned on a platform of ending the civil liberties abuses of his predecessor. But things have changed. President Obama, far from ending or even curtailing many Bush administration abuses, has instead expanded them. Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice, comments. This is uh, Barack Obama from September 2008, I believe. He was at a campaign event. He said, There should be no contradiction between keeping our country safe and secure and respecting our Constitution. He also said, Of the Constitution, don't suggest that it's un-American to abide by what the Founding Fathers set up. It's worked pretty well for over 200 years. That was candidate Obama just before he was elected president. And, uh, well, how's he fared? Uh, when it comes to civil liberties? He's fared very poorly. Uh, This is uh, one of the things that those of us who follow these issues have noticed, uh, that he's gotten progressively worse uh, as he's been in office. He positioned himself during that campaign to take advantage of a lot of the dissatisfaction with President Bush and his policies, a lot of those controversial policies involving especially the war on terrorism, but not limited to that. And Obama positioned himself to say, if you're unhappy with these policies, I'm your guy. Put me in office and I will correct these types of abuses and pay more respect to the Constitution. And unfortunately, he's uh, in many respects uh, continued the policies of the Bush administration and in some areas made things worse. In one area specifically, he pledged uh, unequivocally no more national security letters. Yes, he said no more national security letters. He pledged to close the prison base down in Guantanamo. He said there was going to be no more enhanced uh, interrogation techniques. He put a stop to military tribunals. But these were moves within his first 30 to 60 days in office. Uh, But since that time, he's revived the tribunals. He hasn't closed Guantanamo. He hasn't uh, really put a stop to these enhanced interrogation techniques. We don't really know what's happening there anymore. It's all kind of done in secret. The one thing that we do know is he's absolutely against waterboarding. So he's made that tiny change in a kind of show and symbolic move. But whether or not he's put a stop to these other uh, uh, interrogation techniques, uh, it's very unclear. It seems that he has continued those, but it's all kind of shrouded in secrecy. Also, warrantless wiretapping. The warrantless wiretapping program uh, he has continued. And outside of the uh, terrorism context, uh, we thought he was going to put an end to these marijuana raids in California, to these medical marijuana clinics, but he, he kind of gestured in that direction. But when you look at what is actually happening on the ground in California, federal uh, law enforcement agents and prosecutors continue to crack down there. He's very hostile when it comes to campaign speech. He wants to, you know, he's expressed his dissatisfaction with Citizens United and wants to continue cracking down on uh, political speech in that context. He signed a hate crimes bill into law, which is another step in the wrong direction. So in area after area, Obama has, uh, uh, you know, increased the power of the state, continued the, the Bush administration policies and has expanded them. And for within his own administration, uh, has cracked down on leakers, uh, arguably more effectively uh, and more seriously than the Bush administration. 
That's right. Uh, when it comes to whistleblowers, he has, he has cracked down and uh, threatened them with prosecution and is bringing several cases. In litigation, he has continued uh, the Bush practice of invoking executive privilege uh, to thwart uh, civil lawsuits to bring accountability to uh, possibly illegal actions uh, by his administration. He kind of led people to believe that he would go back and uh, prosecute and hold accountable people in the government who had broken the laws before he had come into office, but he quickly put a stop to that. Um, so it's just in area after area, he is, uh, he, he's moving in the, in the wrong direction. And he, uh, when it came time to reauthorize uh, the Patriot Act, uh, I know Democrats in Congress had pledged repeatedly, we're going to have hearings, we're going to have hearings, and then, whoops, it's too late, we got to reauthorize this, we'll talk about it later. Uh, he was very urgently supporting reauthorization of those uh, those portions of the Patriot Act, and it was, oddly enough, Tea Party Republicans who were uh, largely opposed to that in far greater numbers than when the Patriot Act originally passed. Yes, that's right. I mean, when it comes to the Patriot Act and national security letters, he positioned himself during the campaign to say, you know, this is another example where I think the administration has gone wrong. They've uh, violated the Constitution. They've gone too far as far as impinging on our civil liberties and overreacting to the terrorist threat. And so, again, vote for me. And then when it came time for the, you know, where the rubber meets the road, when the legislation came up for renewal, he did not stop and ask for serious changes to the law. Instead, he wanted it to be quickly renewed without uh, serious changes. So it's another uh, reversal and, and flip-flop from President Obama. Now, uh, the, the anti-war movement uh, that, that emerged out of uh, after Iraq and Afghanistan uh, and really ramped up in 2005, 2006, 2007, a whole lot of what these people were talking about were what they believed to be the civil liberties abuses of the Bush administration. Uh, and that movement, shortly after President Obama was elected, uh, rapidly diminished and it's hard to see where that movement is going to go in opposition to to this president. Yes, that's true. Uh, when it came time, uh, again, during the election, Obama kind of said to these people, like, I'm the anti-war candidate. Uh, if you want to continue the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, vote for John McCain. Remember, he said, well, I'll keep troops there for 100 years. So it became a clear dividing line between the candidates. Obama was very clear. If there was one clear thing from his candidacy, it was that he was the anti-war candidate. He was going to bring the troops home. Uh, but when he got into office, uh, he reversed uh, himself. And we keep hearing pledges of troop withdrawals and this type of thing. But uh, the dramatic change that the voters wanted has not yet taken place. And as a part of that anti-war movement, it was uh, a, a big part of that was they also wanted Bush administration uh, terrorism policies to be reversed when it came time for the renewal of the Patriot Act and, uh, and the Guantanamo prison and uh, the warrantless wiretapping. These are all things that people reasonably could have considered the, that would, been, would have been reversed once Obama uh, was elected to the White House. But for whatever reason, either he was not serious about it at all to begin with or simply other priorities have, uh, 
have taken precedent, but it became clear early on. I, I became very skeptical once Bush, or excuse me, Obama stopped making his speeches and we started actually seeing his decisions. He, the appointment of uh, Joe Biden to be his vice president, Rahm Emanuel to be his chief of staff. These are people that have been in Washington a long time. We know where they're coming from. Civil liberties has never been a priority for these people. So early on, uh, the indications were bad, and uh, things have gotten progressively worse. Uh, Nat Hentoff, great civil libertarian, senior fellow at the Cato Institute, was uh, adamant at the very beginning of the of the Obama administration about Eric Holder being named attorney general um, and felt that his confirmation uh, – through the U.S. Senate was handled as if it were, you know, a friendly tennis game or or some peop, some folks just just hanging out. Where is uh, the Senate, the Democratic-controlled Senate, in terms of trying to rein in the civil liberties abuses of the Obama administration? The Senate Democrats were pretty good when Bush was in office. They at least would bring in Ashcroft and Attorney General Gonzalez to discuss their policies and how they had negatively impacted civil liberties in the Bill of Rights. They have not been nearly as vigilant because Obama, since Obama has taken office and they have not uh, really grilled uh, Attorney General Holder about the continuation of the Bush policies. Uh, and Holder is another example of somebody that we had seen before. He was number two during the Clinton years over at the Justice Department. So we had a good look at him, and it was another indication that it was uh, about where the Obama uh, presidency was going. It was not going uh, to be going in the civil liberties direction, and Nat Hentoff early on started calling President Obama a phony when it came to his promises about what he would do about the Constitution and civil liberties, and uh, uh, experience has borne that out. Tim Lynch is director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.